as a teacher, you have the unique opportunity to people watch unlike anyone else. You get the chance to watch a group of young people as they are learning how to interact with each other, how to interact with their environment, and how to look after themselves. And this can be an incredibly interesting journey to spectate. You are witnessing their victories and their losses. You get the chance to support your students to overcome obstacles and fears. But as teachers, coaches and instructors, we also need to know the difference uh, and know what support looks like and what pressure looks like. Which leads me on to today's episode and today's topic, which is challenge by choice. It's a model that was created by Kyle Ronick, who we've mentioned previously on the podcast. He also came up with the comfort, stretch and panic model. And challenge by choice, this idea goes really well with the comfort, stretch, panic model. It looks at your, well, gives, gives you the idea that your students have to select their own level of challenge because they are unique, the experiences uh, they've had are unique, their comfort levels are unique, and so they need to select their own level of challenge because there's we can't know everything about them. We can't know how they're feel, feeling in a certain situation and in a certain experience. So we need to rely on what they're telling us and how they are acting in certain experiences to show us what level they're happy with and what level of challenge is going to be the best place to push them out of their comfort zone into that stretch zone where development can happen, where growth can happen, where people can be having fun and overcoming something all in all at the same time. And we need to be very mindful that we are not applying any pressure to all push them into the panic zone because the panic zone looks like someone being upset someone being frightened the whole experience turning negative and that they never want to repeat it we would much prefer your students come down off the climbing wall go in that was scary but i really enjoyed it i got halfway up the wall rather than someone getting all the way to the top of the wall coming back down and going i never want to do that ever again i'm terrified and crying so we're trying to push someone out of their comfort zone into that stretch zone, but not too far that they go into their panic zone. And we don't know them inside out. Only they will be able to tell you where they are feeling comfortable and where they are feeling challenged and when they are going too far into that panic zone. So challenge by choice is the idea that your students will select their own level of challenge and will not be subjected to any pressure from peers, teachers or parents. That's the whole idea of this model. There is something to note when it goes along with this, though, that challenge by choice is not an escape clause. So let's follow the idea of this climbing wall. If someone is feeling scared and nervous and they're terrified of heights and they don't want to go climbing on the wall, then that is fine. Sometimes actually taking part in the activity by doing the climb 
can be too far out of that comfort zone, could be too far into, into that panic and it would ruin the experience for them. However, giving them a different role in the activity, giving them a chance to maybe belay, so the person who's in control of the ropes, using the, the belay device to keep another person safe, that might be a really good job for them to, to take on because they're still actively participating, but they've chosen their own level of challenge. And while they are actively participating, they are then watching other people climb the wall, sit in their harness, be laid down. And you can see that they are not just once, but multiple times, students are going up the wall, completing the challenge or getting as far as they would like, and then come back down and they're doing it safely and people are enjoying it and it's done as a recreational thing. And suddenly the person who is belaying is witnessing this, they then might feel a little bit more comfortable to be able to give it a go. And if they're not feeling comfortable to give it a go, at least they've actively participated and supported their peers during the process. And you're giving them every opportunity to take part, every opportunity for them to challenge themselves and succeed, but you're allowing them to choose what success looks like. You're allowing them to choose the level of challenge that they would like to um, to take part in. So challenge by choice is a really simple, um, very rememberable and catchy phrase, and it's used by a lot of outdoor centres. But the the caveat with it is that you do need to say that people need to be actively participating. You can't just say it's challenged by choice and the people are like, oh, I don't fancy doing this activity. They can't just go away and sit down in the corner and not participate. Everyone needs to be doing a job. Everyone needs to be doing a role. But there are different roles that we'll be able to, to place in, in the experience so everyone can actively participate, even if they're not climbing up the, the climbing wall or, or going down the abseil wall. Challenge by choice works really well with stuff like um, comfort stretch panic. Also looks um, works really well with DOC. So the the drive organization and cohesion. They are the um, two the two models that I would recommend using. One one of them looks at the how you're feeling throughout an experience. The other one looks at the different motives for a team and an individual throughout the experience. So they both work incredibly well with challenge by choice. Something that's used, like I said, by many outdoor activity centers. However, the reason why I thought I'd mention it on this podcast is I was having a talk with a teacher that I was providing an alternative learning program to on Wednesday. And when I said the phrase, they were like, that's a brilliant phrase. Did you come up with it? And I was like, no, it's it was in, it was invented back in, or, or coined at least, back in 1971. So many, many, many years before I was born. Uh, and it's been around for, for many years in the idea of team development, social skills development. And there's now been introduced to the outdoors within the last 15, 20 years or so, and is used for these scary experiences like abseiling and, and rock climbing and kayaking, anything which basically gets your students to take a step out of their normal routine, out of the normal activities and take part in something which is maybe a little bit, a little bit scary, like paddling it in water where you can't see the bottom, paddling in an environment where other things live like fish and swans and 
and geese or maybe leaving the floor because we do have that that natural fear of heights and loud sounds they're hardwired into our into our biology because they are two things that we need to be careful of when uh, many hundreds of thousands of years ago was um, or tens of thousands of years ago was not going up too high so we don't fall off and, and hurt ourselves and if there's a loud sound to get away from it because it tends to mean danger and so we need to understand that there's certain things that we're naturally scared of there's certain things that maybe we've inherited fears from parents uh, there might be certain things that maybe just at that point in time is a bit overwhelming and therefore we've made a flick of a switch in our brain to go nope I don't don't want to do that and if we were forced to do that would then become a fear later down the line so challenge by choice setting their own challenges supporting them through their own challenges always presenting them with the option and the opportunity for them to go past what they have stated as their goal so say if someone took four or five steps off the wall and they said that was where they needed to get and that's where their goal is going okay uh, katie sit in your harness for me okay can you see that you're safe and you're sound would you like to go back onto the wall and see if you can get two more steps higher or are you happy do you want to come down so i'm asking putting the ball into her court she's the one that's in uh, charge of the the experience the entire time giving them multiple opportunities for them to try and go further if they would like but never applying too much pressure it's the beauty of challenge by choice they set their goals they can achieve their goals and if they do achieve their goals it's a massive high down and loads and loads of praise. And it just means on different activities that we're not not subjecting that student to an experience which is just pure 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 peer pressure. Um just pure forcing them to take part in something for the sake of it. We've got to remember that outdoor ed is there because it's experiential learning. We're learning how to interact with others, how to be a team member, how to act in certain scenarios when we're feeling scared, when we're feeling um, cold, when we're, uh, yeah, just taking on loads of different challenges. We, that's the whole purpose of Outdoor Ed is that we learn about ourselves, we learn about others, we learn how to interact in stressful situations. If we apply pressure to the point where we are then taking away the fact that outdoor ed is just a tool we're making them take part in the activity because everybody has to take part in the activity everyone must go rock climbing it's actually like well what is rock climbing there for are they going to be rock climbers when they're older are they going to be outdoor instructors when they're older because if they are they're probably one of those people that do naturally go gravitate towards it and want to go further and want to go higher but if they're not then the, the act of doing rock climbing is just the tool to get them out of their comfort zone and see what they feel like when they've taken on something which is a bit scary and a bit challenging and how they feel when they come back down afterwards when they've overcome something or met their goal that is the purpose of outdoors and that is the purpose of uh, challenge by choice so if you've enjoyed this short episode on a really useful tool and idea all you got to do is go through to our main spotify page click the follow button and then you won't miss any of our episodes that we do we do it at least two or three a week so you'll be updated with team challenges problem solving ideas review models these sort of things so outdoor resources uh, and ideas if you would like session plans you would like videos 
loads and loads of great content all about around how to deliver team challenges and problem solving activities using everyday items and that only use uh, only take five or ten minutes for you to be able to deliver then head over to our website which is the outdooredschool.co.uk click on the hub which is an online membership portal but it is free for teachers like yourself sign up to it and then check out the there are loads of different uh, resources in there there's a podcast for each of them, a video for most of them, and there's always session plans and um, resource tools and paperwork for those as well. So if you do need a printout just to have the guidelines in front of you, you can use it almost as a step-by-step guide so that you can deliver stuff like challenge by choice, comfort stretch panic, plan D review, and so on and so forth. You'll also find loads of training courses on there which you'll be able to take part in. And if you're looking to earn some CPD points and learn how to deliver some adventurous activities which meet the national curriculum learning outcomes then check out the online courses page as well and you'll be able to see loads of different activities on there which you'll be able to provide directly to your students for a meaningful experience until the next episode take it easy and i'll speak to you soon cheers bye